this whole office is a resource because you're not like when you do this, you're not on your own. You have help. Like people are willing to help you. If you have an idea, people are willing to help you get it off the ground. So I think it's just it's just important to reach out to people who can help you because you never know what they can do for you until you ask. Welcome to the Eagle Works podcast. You just heard from Elijah Brooks, one of the winners from the Idea Challenge in November. And he's right. The Eagle Works staff is a great resource for help as you approach the big competition. And as we transition from fall to spring, the competition will be here before you know it. So take advantage of all the resources available to you. We put them in place so that you can succeed. These resources include personal help through the Eagle Works staff, workshops, practice sessions, and much more. On this episode, you'll learn more about two upcoming workshops, the importance of creating a team, hear more about Elijah's winning idea, and learn from a successful local entrepreneur. Hopefully this episode will provide you with inspiration as you push forward. So let's get right into it. First and foremost, you need to know that the Eagle Work staff and program has your back every step of the way. We find many times that students, for whatever reason, are adverse to asking for help. Don't be that way. If you have any questions or just need to bounce an idea off someone, we're here for you. It's easy to contact us. Just head over to the EagleWorks website, tntech.edu forward slash EagleWorks, and click the big yellow contact button. Your message will go straight to our inbox and we'll get right back to you. And whether you want to ask in the message or schedule a Teams call or an in-person meeting, we'll be happy to help. And remember, there are no dumb questions. And more importantly, everything we discuss is completely confidential. The second thing you need to know is over the course of the spring semester, EagleWorks will feature numerous workshops designed to help you compete. We'll cover topics such as the business model canvas, branding, business planning, and much more. Workshops are optional, but we have empirical evidence that shows that those who win in the competition are the ones who attended workshops. We'll kick the semester off with two workshops. Both will be held in the library makerspace at 5 p.m., so be sure to join us on Wednesday, January 26th, for the info session and kickoff event, where you can learn more about EagleWorks, competition rules, network with other students, and have plenty of time to ask us questions. Then, on Wednesday, February 2nd, attend the Find Your Team workshop. This will be an opportunity to network with other students and find potential members to add to your team. So let's talk about teams. Creating a team is an important part of EagleWorks. While there are no rules against competing by yourself, you're gonna find that's a very difficult undertaking. And just like with workshops, we have evidence that shows those who create a team are the ones who win EagleWorks. Again, you can compete by yourself, but we strongly encourage you to create a team. What you want to do is find other students who have complementary skill sets. In other words, look for people who have different backgrounds and talents than yourself. We call this creating an interdisciplinary team. Interdisciplinary refers to students from different majors and colleges working together. Interdisciplinary teams are not required, but they provide contestants with opportunities to utilize collective strengths, meet new people, and learn from diverse backgrounds. Here's a couple examples of interdisciplinary teams. Now, these are only random scenarios, and you are encouraged to think creatively and critically about your unique needs when forming a team. So, for example, a nursing student has an innovative idea for an over-the-counter medical device. He or she seeks out an engineering student who can design a prototype, a business student who can produce financial statements, and a web design student who can create a web and social media plan. 
For another example, an engineering student has an idea for a filtration system that provides clean water to impoverished people in international locations. He or she seeks out an earth sciences student who can assist with environmental concerns and biological testing, an education student to create an easy way to teach end users how to use the system, and an international business and cultures major to prepare business practices for global transactions. Again, these are just random examples, so think critically and strategically about who you need to add to your team. And as always, if you have any questions at all, don't be afraid to ask. We're here for you. So let's transition a bit and hear from two successful entrepreneurs. First up is Elijah Brooks. Elijah is a junior in civil engineering, and he's also an outfielder for the Tech Baseball team. Elijah won the Rural Reimagined Award with his idea for smart contracts that he pitched in the Idea Challenge. I spoke with Elijah about the inspiration for his idea. I'm pretty grateful for winning the Idea Challenge. My idea was about smart contracts and how they can help small businesses. So like the idea of smart contracts, that wasn't something I created. That was already created. But its application to small businesses was something that's not really being utilized today. It's not being utilized in other industries, but I feel like small businesses was something that's really important because like communities such like like Cookville, communities like Cookville are strong business heavy. I looked up Cookville's biggest employers. It was Avid Express and Cookville Regional Medical. Those aren't necessarily small businesses, but those are businesses that are within Cookville that are important to Cookville because they create jobs. They create e economic um, stability and economic wealth within the community. So, I mean, there's there's plenty of small businesses that are in Cookville that can benefit from smart contracts and this type of technology. So I felt as though speaking on that would be um, a great benefit to not only like Tennessee Tech, but just our community in general. In rural areas, like resources are scarce. And I would say in urban areas, that's where like everybody wants to be in the urban city. Everything's moving faster. When innovation, most of the time, innovation is happening in the urban city. So they benefit from it, from it immediately. As far as like rural places, I mean, there's lack of education, there's like homelessness. There's a lot of factors that drive into it. And I think bringing innovation to those communities can help those communities as well. Urban and rural really go hand in hand. Rural most of the time is agriculture based. They're providing food to those urban areas. I think urban areas need to provide something back to those rural areas. And that could be innovation. That could be technological standpoint. I just want to say that entrepreneurship will always be the way to go as far as not only making a name for yourself, but impacting others. It goes a longer way than you may think. So just like Elijah, your inspiration can come from anywhere. While it doesn't have to be an idea that solves a rural problem like his, I do want to remind you that Tech's Rural Reimagined Grand Challenge seeks to identify, examine, and address problems that affect rural areas. And just like the Idea Challenge, we will feature a Rural Reimagined prize worth thousands of dollars during the main competition. And what's even better is that this award can go to anyone or any team. Whether you don't place it all or win first prize, the Rural Reimagined Award is designed specifically for the idea that can best solve a rural-specific problem. So keep that in mind. Next up, you'll hear from Costa Yepistanzev, a local entrepreneur who owns home caregivers in Cookville, Tennessee. Costa and I sat down to talk about entrepreneurship and what that means from the perspective of a college student. There are kind of mission-driven, ideological ways that, that students view the world. And this is the time where you can come up with an idea based off of that ideological purity before you're tainted by the outside world and people's expectation of you and what they want from you, right? And so 
this is an enlightened period of time in your in in, in the student's life, uh, and they can really tap into something that can change the world because uh, they're in complete control of what happens next once they graduate college. I think a lot of people want a comfortable lifestyle, uh, but they don't necessarily want to work for it. Uh, and then when they do start working for it, they realize just how far away that, that comfortable lifestyle, that goal is. Go is. Um, so I would recommend to anybody that's, you know, uh, getting close to graduating or is in school uh, and is thinking that none of this is making sense uh, in terms of what they're doing day to day based off of the outcomes that they want, um, to bet on yourself, to go and come up with an idea, come up with something that you're passionate about, uh, and then chase it. But the first step is identifying a problem, coming up with some type of solution, and then trusting that you have it within yourself uh, to be the person that can make that difference. You need to take this time very, very seriously. I know that a lot of people say, well, college is all about making relationships and making friends and having fun and being able to live on your own for the first time. But that's like so far down the list. The real purpose of college is to find out what you're good at, what you're passionate about, and how you can make a difference. And if you can leave college with those types of, with that outlook in life, you're not going to be unhappy. Uh, but that requires a, a being con like a concentration that requires working on your skills. If you don't like getting up in front of the, of your class, you're going to need to work on that. If you are, if you have a project that's due, uh, and it's, you know, a debate or a presentation, you need that, you need that to be the best debate or the best presentation, because every single time that you're up there is a, is a moment for you to learn and refine your craft and get better so that when you leave college, like I said, the last four years before you have to be out there, uh, you're, you're, you get, you're excellent. You know, you are, you've sort of, um, roughed out all the sharp edges so that you can go out and just conquer well that's certainly sage advice you just heard from costa and i want to thank him and elijah both for being on this episode and we've got a lot of content left from their interviews which you'll hear more in future episodes that's it for today thanks for listening to the eagle works podcast if you haven't already please share this podcast and subscribe on spotify apple google iheart or wherever you get yours for more information like contest details, full schedule, judging rubric, and FAQs, you can always visit tntech.edu forward slash EagleWorks. This podcast is hosted and produced by me, Michael Akins, Director of EagleWorks. We'll be back soon with a new episode, and we'll see you on Wednesday, January 26th at the Makerspace for the kickoff workshop.